welcome to the Hustle with Heart podcast, helping entrepreneurs align results with God's truth. This is Erin Harrigan, the Hustle with Heart coach, and your host for our weekly podcast designed for God-centered entrepreneurs who seek to build a business that honors God and serves His people. Well, welcome back to episode three. I am so excited to be back with you guys. Uh, Listen, I wanted to apologize. These first few episodes might feel a little bit choppy. I am still working out getting some music uploaded to go with my intro and and, um, exit messages. And I found some that's royalty free. I'm just trying to figure out how to work it all out. And I have to give a shout out to my coach, Dawn Schuler. Dawn has just been instrumental in working with me to take the content that I know that I have that the Holy Spirit has given me and to and to get it out there and to do it methodically step by step so that I'm not overwhelmed. And that has been such a beautiful process. Um, that said, using Dawn's vernacular, this technology stuff is not my zone of genius. However, when you walk in alignment with God's will, He makes things significantly simpler for you. So some of this has been really much simpler than I expected. So thank you, Dawn. But I promise you guys I'm going to be tightening this up and uh, making it sound even better. But the point is this. It's the message. And as I've learned from Dawn, my message is my beacon. So I don't... I do my best to not get caught up in perfectionism and it's got to just sound the right way and it's got to feel the right way. Yes, I want you to have that full experience and I want you to have great intro music and I don't want it to sound choppy, but the message is the meat of it, guys, and that's my beacon. So um, I welcome you back for episode three. Okay, so episode two, we dug into... Do you know who you are and whose you are? And I'm really excited um, to hear your comments on that, to, you know, connect with me on Facebook or Instagram or um, or in my YouTube channel and and give me your comments because I want your feedback. I want to hear, I want to engage and and see how you guys are um, using this information that I'm sharing. This week, we're talking about mindset. And mindset is a really interesting topic because there are so many books on mindset and getting over, pardon my French, the itty bitty shitty committee in your head and getting rid of the mind trash. Um, However, while there are so many books on that, I want you to understand and grasp that it is the Bible where all of that originates. So, um, Yes, it is scientific around mindset and what you think about, you bring about. And, um, you know, it's scientific that visualization and and mantras and all those things are used by, by the U.S. Olympic team to visualize their events uh, to go off without a hitch. And it, it is scientific that the muscles fire during visualization the same way that they fire when they're actually competing. So yes, there is science. And I want you to understand that that science of our body and our mind was created by God. So 
I'm going to talk to you this week about what the Bible says about mindset. And as usual, I will put in the show notes the scripture that I'm referring to. That said, I do really hope that you've got your pen and paper ready to take some notes around this. As I mentioned, I'm coming to you straight from my Bible, so you may hear some of the pages turn as I'm getting to where I need to go. Um, But we are going to start at a place that you all have heard. There are books written on this, um, some pretty famous books, in fact. And the first one is Proverbs 23, 7. And that is, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. So it is clear that God put into Scripture that what we think leads to where we are. The place that we are in life right now is based on the decisions and the thoughts that we previously had. So it does say this, and I want to be clear about that, but I want to dig a little bit deeper. Last week, I talked about Romans 12, 2, and I said, I'm going to come back to this in a future episode, and here we are, the very next episode, and Romans 12, 2, which says, I'm actually going to read you 12, 1 and 12, 2. I beseech you, therefore... Brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies as a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. So it is reasonable that because he made these vessels, that we would make them and protect them and take care of them as the holy sacrifice, holy and acceptable um, vessel that he has given us. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So I want to read this to you. I I don't remember if I read you the commentary from Charles Stanley, but I'm going to read this to you in um, 12.1 and 12.2. And that's what I love about my Charles Stanley Bible, which was a gift from my mentor, Catherine Lutz, whom I mentioned to you in the first episode, um, is how I came to Christ and I came to last week's topic. So 12.1 says, many people accept Christ as their Savior and never learn how to live a life that honors Him. But Paul, who is the writer of Romans, and one day we'll have a whole episode on Paul's transformation, Paul encourages us to turn ourselves over to God each day and lay our will on the table, on the altar before Him. Lay it at the feet of the, of the cross at His throne and ask Him to use us for His glory and the good of His people. In full trust and worship, we commit to obeying Him, knowing that the Lord knows how to best lead us no matter what happens. And that's why you're here as a God-centered entrepreneur, because you want to build a business that honors God and serves his people. And the way we start doing that is by laying our will on the altar, laying that down and letting him guide us in moving forward. And then from 12.2, Charles Stanley says, transformation begins with our thinking and our consciences that are committed to listening to and obeying God. There's that word, obey. Our minds are renewed as we study his word. That's why it's so important to be in it daily. And our hearts are changed as we submit to him. We do not merely try hard to sin less. We learn to depend upon him, observe his commandments, and trust him to mold us into the people who please him. It is then 
that we discover how awesome it is to live in the center of his will because it is life at its very best and there is nothing in this world that compares to it. So I'm a driver and striver. I'm a type A. You guys heard me talk about that in in episode one. And I tend to run out ahead of God. Um, And that's an issue of trust. And I like to think that it's not because I'm saying, no, Lord, I don't trust you with that. But really, that boils down to me sort of saying, God, I think I can do this better than you. And my point is, is that, as I mentioned before, whatever you create outside of God's will, you have to maintain outside of his will. And living in the center of his will is not easy and it's, it's not perfect. Um, I, I work on it every single day, as we all do. But my point is there is a peace there that is like nothing I've experienced in my life. And while I may not have the social marketing business at the level that I used to have or that I one day will have, I have a peace from walking in God's will that I never had when I was driving and striving. And um, that's important to share because everything is God's timing and he will show us the way to go. And I do believe that that's exactly why I've I've come into this time of being the hustle with heart coach and this podcast, et cetera. But my point is, is that it takes transforming our mind to think differently. So, um, Wayne Dyer is famous for saying, when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. And so guys, if you start to look at your business differently through the word of God, and you start to see that mindset originates in the Bible you will transform your mind in the way that you look at things. And that's why personal development is so big in the entrepreneur world. Um, that if you're in any kind of business, particularly in social marketing, sorry, get a sip of tea, you have been told personal development. And so clearly the Bible talks and, and addresses that. So I want you to know that. So we're going to go over to 1 Corinthians Chapter 2, verse 16, 1 Corinthians 2, 16. And here's what he says to us. Oh my goodness, come on, let's get there. My fingers are not working. For who has known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. You guys, as followers of Christ, we have the mind of Christ And here's what Charles Stanley says in his commentary. In Jeremiah 33, 3, God said, Call to me and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things which you do not know. There are things hidden to us because of our limited human perspective. However, everything is known to the Lord and he has given us the privilege of knowing his mind. Therefore, we should focus our thoughts on the holy and acceptable things of God. So we can begin to see and respond to the world as he does in truth, righteousness, and in accordance with his will. So again, when the things we, when we, when we change the way we look at things, the things we look at change, when we change how we look at the world, when we change how we look at the definition of success and accomplishment, et cetera, when we change how we look at at the definition of who we are, who I am, remember we talked about that last week. Those things change. So success changes because it doesn't look like 
the world definition. We have more peace. The way I see myself is different because I understand what the word says about me because I'm changing how I look at myself. So you see how shifting that lens makes things different. I'm reminded of the movie. This just came to me. Thank you to the spirit, uh, national treasure. And when they're in the um, independence hall, which I find so fascinating now because my daughter lives and goes to school in Philly. Um, they find the Ben Franklin's glasses. And if you remember, if you've seen the movie they have multiple lenses. And so when they, they move one lens out of the way and put a new lens in, it reveals more of what they're looking at on the back of, um, I think it's actually on the dollar bill that they're looking at at that point because they're looking for clues. But my point is that's exactly what the Bible does is it, it changes the lens through which we see everything. And guys, I'm just here to tell you that sometimes when that happens, people are going to look at you like cross-eyed, like you're crazy. Um, and I share this, uh, example when I first came to Christ, I attended an event, actually it was um, within weeks of my accepting Christ, I think, or it might have been the following fall, but I went to an event and my, um, <coughs> excuse me, trying not to cough, um, my mentor who brought me to Christ was there and she said, I can just see that you're different. Like you just, you show up differently and you have a different feel about you. And by the same token, about Two years later, I went to another event where a friend of mine said, I wish I had the old Aaron back, the one who was ignorance on fire and just would run and get it done. And I'm not that person anymore. And that's what I said. I said, I'm not that person anymore. And it's because the lenses have changed. So that's, that's really what this is talking about. We have the mind of Christ and therefore we see things differently. Okay, I'm going to go to 2 Corinthians 10.5. And again, I'll post all of these verses in the show notes for the podcast. 2 Corinthians 10.5, which says, Casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. This is so powerful. I can tell you when I feel like my mind is in the gutter, um, and I don't mean like the dirty joke way. Um, <laughs> I cry out to the Lord and I say, Lord, let the blood of my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ flow through my mind and take every thought into captivity for you. And this is, again, what Charles Stanley says. Paul brings speaks a great deal about training the mind to think in a way that honors God. Because the mind is the primary battlefield for spiritual warfare. That's where the enemy wants to get us. Remember, what you focus on has lasting ramifications. Now, you may have seen this next part in a, in a poster or in a plaque or something. But I want to tell you, here we go. This is because a thought reaps an action. An action reaps a habit. A habit reaps your character and your character reaps your destiny. Therefore, we must reject anything that does not honor Christ in our thinking. The mind is a battlefield. I'm reminding of the Pat Benatar song, Love is a Battlefield, which I'm not going to sing to you. But my point is, as you hear Charles Stanley's commentary on bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ, 
What we focus our mind on has lasting ramifications. That's why, for those of you that are in the business that I'm in, when you're, when you're really looking forward to reaching that level of the car, you're seeing a white Mercedes everywhere. Do you ever notice that, um, like when you're thinking about buying a car, whatever car it is, once you settle on that, suddenly, because your focus is there, you see them everywhere? Yeah, guys, yeah, it's scientific. Totally given a nod to that. But God created that, guys. God created that. All right, I'm just going to finish this up with two more. The first is Colossians chapter 3, verse 2. Set your mind on things above and not the things of the earth. And again, Charles Stanley says, your mind is working all the time, constantly processing information. What you think about affects you more than you realize. And we talked about this last time because who you are today is a result of what you've been thinking about all these years. This is why as believers, we are admonished to focus our thoughts on the things that honor God because God's goal is to change us into the likeness of Christ. And that transformation begins in our minds. Powerful, right? Like there are no other words that I can put around that. But set your mind on things above and not the things of the earth. The last place that I want to go is Philippians 4.8. There's actually a book on this, which I think is called the 4.8 Principle. Sorry, taking a sip of tea. And it is about what training your mind to meditate on the right things. And this is what it says. Godly thinking. This is godly thinking. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue or if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. And I just want to read you the commentary here. If we dwell on negative or sinful thoughts, our thinking degenerates. Feelings of pride, pessimism, selfishness, shame, and destruction tempt us to turn from God. You guys, when we have those thoughts, that's when we're tempted to get ahead of God. That's when we're tempted to say, God, I got this. I got it. You take care of all that other stuff. I'm going to take care of my business. Because I know if I just call 10 people a day, then I'm going to get this many people That's when we jump ahead of God because of fear, because of pessimism, selfishness, right? But if we fill our minds with the holy and acceptable things of God, the opposite happens. We begin to see and respond to the world as he does in truth, righteousness, and in accordance with his will. And guys, I just want to say two things. Number one, this is how you get through challenging times and the people around you think you're crazy because you're not losing your stuff because your mind is focused on the Lord and on the things of the Lord. That doesn't mean you're, you're not um, sad or upset. It doesn't mean you're not grieving or mourning. That is not what I'm saying. And that is, those are important emotional processes. But what I'm saying is you don't have to be a victim and you don't have to live in it because if you're focused on the Lord, Things that would trip most people up don't trip you up. Yeah, they're challenging, guys. The Bible says, Jesus said, you know, he, that, that life was going to be hard. But to take heart, he has overcome the world. But my point is, when you're thinking on the things of the Lord, those things that would trip other people up just don't trip you up in the same way. The last thing that I want to say is, 
I'm just going to be really authentic and vulnerable here with you guys. Um, I'm going to get up on a soapbox for a minute. This is not about positive thinking. This is not about prosperity gospel. Like if you just think positively, everything will come to you. If you just name it and claim it, that is not what I'm saying. I'm going to step off the soapbox. This is godly thinking. Why is it godly thinking? Because it is the instruction that we are given in God's word. And that's not the same thing as positivity. Okay. It's good to be positive, but this is about like thinking on the things that honor the Lord. So a lot of stuff for you to absorb this week on mindset. But if the biggest thing I can leave with you is that the whole um, industry of mindset is based out of, it, it starts in the Bible. Deny it if you want to. I'm okay with that. I love you anyway. But that's where it starts. So I am so excited to hear how this resonated with you. Get engaged, uh, connect with me on Facebook, on Instagram, whatever. Um, super, super excited to, to hear what you think about this and, um, and just make sure that, that you're gaining value for this. And again, I want to remind you to, to please subscribe so that you don't miss our weekly podcast and feel free to invite your friends as well. All right. That's it for this week. I'm looking forward to our next episode. Not sure what that one's going to be on yet, but it will be coming soon. Have a fantastic week. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode of the Hustle with Heart podcast, helping entrepreneurs align results with God's truth. If you're looking for a coach to help you pursue success God's way, or you want to connect with Erin, you can find her website at erinharrigan.com or connect with her on Facebook as the Hustle with Heart coach. Follow her on Instagram at Erin Harrigan Entrepreneur and help us spread the word about Success God's Way by sharing this podcast with your friends. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a weekly episode. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode of the Hustle with Heart podcast, helping entrepreneurs align results with God's truth. If you're looking for a coach to help you pursue success God's way, or you want to connect with Erin, you can find her website at erinharrigan.com or connect with her on Facebook as the Hustle with Heart Coach. Follow her on Instagram at Erin Harrigan Entrepreneur and help us spread the word about Success God's Way by sharing this podcast with your friends. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a weekly episode. 